hello, hello. Welcome to Be The Vibe Radio. And this week, you've got the dynamic duo, myself, Chrysalis Sun, along with Reverend Sean Wills-Goldman, a.k.a. Shaman Hands. And this week, we are bringing to you the December episode of Why in the Sky. Uh, Shaman Hands, you want to say hello to the people? What's going on, everybody? We are back again, and we have quite a bit to talk about. November... Uh, <laughs> I mean, we said it was going to be rough. Um, I don't know if everybody uh, was ready for how rough it actually was. Um, yeah, but uh, thank goodness we are now in December. Um, the energy is still lingering a little bit, but we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. We actually already are a weekend uh, December. So we got to backtrack just a little bit. And, uh, we actually have one of the main events for the entire month happened on the second. So today is December 8th and, uh, I'm actually looking forward to tomorrow. Um, I've actually been looking forward to December 9th for about two, three weeks now, but we're going to get into all of that very shortly, but I'm excited because things are shifting. Yes. And, uh, man, you talking about some fatigue, like, I've been feeling it. Chris has been feeling it. I'm sure y'all have been mm-hmm. feeling it. And, you know, we got a, we got a lot going on this month, too. But it is, it's got a different tone to it. So I'm excited to get into it. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I'm excited as well to bring you this month's episode. Especially because um, the Why in the Sky episode, uh, today is the most listened to uh, episode on the podcast. So I'm really excited that I've gotten, that we have gotten a lot of really good feedback and uh, you know, positive messages in regards to this podcast. And I'm very excited that this is helping you all. So if, if this is your first time listening to the Why in the Sky, uh, the purpose is to bring you a monthly astrological forecast with the twist, meaning that I provide a reading for the month, a tarot reading for the month, and then Shaman Hands will, he supports it or backs it up with the astrology reading for the month. And so basically this is one of the most thorough uh, astrology readings, astrology uh, forecasts that you'll probably get out there. Um, so yeah, we're just excited to, to bring it to you. So let's, let's get right in. What you want to say? With the limited time that I've been given, <laughs> I just want to throw that in there because, you know, normally I would like to be able to engage uh, for a little bit longer than I have here with you guys, but it's okay. Now that, you know, see, look, right. he over here is salty, a little bit longer. Right. See, Shaman Hands is salty because he wants to be able to have a good two, three hours to I keep... break this thing down for y'all. <laughs> And I'll be telling him the people ain't got time to be sitting for three hours listening so, to astrology. So Listen to us. To know, I want y'all to know that I have been doing my absolute best to shift my approach. It has been very difficult, but I'm proud of myself. Um, I think I've shown and proven um, with the task that I've been given. Uh, so once again, <laughs> we're definitely not going to be able to get into everything that's going on because it is a lot going on this month as well. Um, but just like last month, we will be touching on the major highlights and I'm going to do my best to, uh, sum up everything that we need to be focused on in in order to make it through the end of this year. Y'all, this is huge. This is absolutely monumental. Y'all did. Do we realize like, we're not just ending the year. We're ending an entire decade. 2020 is around the corner. We're entering a new decade, mm-hmm. 
we definitely got to talk about this Saturn-Pluto conjunction a little bit because this is the last month that we have to prepare for this, y'all. Saturn-Pluto conjunctions only happen three times a century. So that's coming around the corner, January 11th. We ain't got a whole lot of time left, y'all. So let's get to it, honey. Are okay. you ready to uh, drop these bombs? Yes, I'm ready. I'm definitely ready. Okay, so in regards to the tarot for the month, um, it was pretty straightforward the way it was last year. I mean, last week. No, Lord. <laughs> I'm caught in a time blue, war. Blue. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, it was pretty straightforward this month the way it was last month. And the biggest theme is the Eight of Pentacles. So the Eight of Pentacles is the theme for the month of December, it is the main energy. Um, and what that energy is, is that it's going to be a slow month for manifestation. So even though we're out of Mercury retrograde and we're expecting things to just, you know, move forward, remember that we are all going into the winter time and the winter is technically a dead, dead season. You know, nothing grows, nothing manifests, you know, nothing, you know, uh, animals and plants are hibernating, you know, that's the energy for, for winter. And so that's the energy that we're going to be in. So, you know, we're not going to be able to force our manifestations to happen. You know, um, it may take a little bit longer for things to happen. Things may not manifest at all. It may be a slow bud. Um, but, you have the opportunity to focus on some key things um, with this Eight of Pentacles energy, mastery, skill development, apprenticeship, repetitive tasks such as rituals. So the, what came through when I did the cards was that the more we focus on honing our skills, um, getting our apprenticeship up, mastering certain things, that's actually going to lead to our manifestation. So our focus should not be on the end goal or the end result or the manifestation itself, but all the steps that it's going to take to reach that, the skills that we need to hone in order to make those things, to make that, make those things happen, right? Um, so again, slow manifestation, be patient. It's okay. Just because you don't see it happening doesn't necessarily mean that it's not happening or it's not going to happen. Now, something else um, that came up with the cards was uh, a lot of air, a lot of air, which is swords in, in the tarot. Swords, again, it's the same theme as last month. Swords always means conflict, specifically with communication, verbal, our perceptions, and the way that we think we were thinking. Uh, <laughs> discord, discord and conflict. Um, so we may find ourselves cause the card that came up was the Knight of swords specifically, which is a characteristic. It's a character. So, you know, the positive sides of the Knight of sword is at being ambitious, action oriented and fast thinking. Now the, the negative or the, um, underdeveloped aspect of the Knight of, of swords is restlessness, being unfocused, impulsive and burning out. So what we want to make sure we do is during this month of December, be mindful of conflict and arguments and avoid them at all costs. Right. Um, so another 
aspect that came up in order to balance this energy is the four of wands. And I'm going to talk about the relation of the four of wands to the knight of swords. Um, but the four of wands specifically is highlighting a lot of transition. So there'll be a lot of transitions happening, whether we're actually physically moving a lot of, it may be some more deaths, you know, people passing away, um, transitioning of energy, transitioning of relationships. Um, but the, the, the other side of the four of wands is celebration, joy, um, relaxation. So that is the energy that you want to hone in on, um, in order to balance out the negative sides of the, the knight of swords. Um, now the other energy, another sword card that came up for this month is the nine of swords, which anybody who's familiar with the, the, the traditional tarot, um, it's always like this person sitting up in a bed and there's like nine swords, like, you know, hanging or you know, sticking out from their bedboard, Right. And they're just like, have their heads in their hands and they're all depressed. Well, that's the energy of the nine of swords. So anxiety, worry, fear, depression, um, nightmares, dreams dream state. So pay attention to your dream state. And this is, you know, always the theme going into the summer, I mean, the winter solstice. Um, you know, of course the winter solstice is the longest, you know, night of the year and it's the darkest night of the year. And from then on our dream state, our, our connection with the spiritual realm gets it gets uh, more heightened and it gets heavier. So this is a reason why a lot of people go through depression and they have a lot of really low vibration, low energy during the month of December. Well, for whatever, for, for some reason, and I'm sure Shaman Hands will address it with, you know, the astrology, this sense of anxiety and worry will be heightened, right? So if you combine that sense of anxiety and fear um, and anxiousness, a heightened sense of that with the Knight of Swords, you know, being uh, restless, unfocused, and impulsive. What this potentially means is that it's a tendency or a chance that for the month of December, we'll get caught up in these feelings and then run with them, right? So again, it goes back to last month's warning, which is check your triggers. You know, this month is check your emotions, check your, your, your state of thinking, check your fears, you know, really sit down. And this is the, the time to really, I invite you to really sit down with your fears and really sort through them. You know, it may be a little scary, but you know, why are you experiencing this anxiety? Why, what is the root of these fears? Are these fears justified? And then when, you know, when you sit and you think about your fears, ask yourself, if this happened, if this were to occur, what's the worst that could result from this? right? This is an opportunity to really pick apart these fears and, and, and really push through them. Now, back to the Four of Wands, right? So the Four of Wands also represents foundations when it comes to your projects, right? So you want to take this time during the month of December to set solid foundations and complete your projects, uh, especially for the things that you're passionate about, the things that you're you're initiating. Now, it may not be the time to to move forward with them and 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 you know act on on things, but it may it's the time to sit and really look at your projects and the things that you want to manifest and set solid foundations for them. That way, when it is time to move forward with them, everything will be in its proper place. Okay. 
And then the last thing, the last card that was really interesting that popped up was the sun. So this is the only major arcana card to have showed up for the month of um, December. And it's interesting that it would be the sun because, you know, we're in winter and there's not much sun and it's cold and, you know, we're, we're, we're transitioning, moving towards, you know, the winter solstice. Um, but the sun represents energizing, chi energy, success and vitality. It also represents your inner child, purity, um, but mostly allowing yourself to shine. So this also tells me that during the month of December, you know, even though you know, things could be a little dark and a little heavy. You want to make sure that you tap into your inner child and you want to make sure that you shine, that you allow your light self, your light being to really be at the forefront um, of what you do. Um, If you do that, then you will see an increased magnetism. You know, you also want to focus on your solar plexus during this time, which is important on a environmental level because, you know, when we see less of the sun, it does tend to, to, um, uh, cause depression. So the more that you feed into your chi and your solar plexus and you activate that and empower that, the less you're going to feel those heavy, low vibrational energies. Um, but it's interesting though, that the sun came up, um, as in the reading, uh, because there'll be some interesting things going on astrologically with the sun, you know, for this month. So I'm going to let most definitely. I'm gonna let Shaman Hands, you know, speak on that. But that's the basic. Uh, that's the basics for the tarot reading for the month. Like I said, it's very straightforward. Um, focus on your joy, your success, um, celebration. Uh, focus on the positive aspects of the of the Knight of, of Swords, which is you know, uh, ambitious. Um, you know, being ambitious, action oriented, focused, fast thinking. And again, stay away from conflict and discord as much as possible because for whatever reasons, engaging in that behavior, that energy during the month of December will have more, you know, dire consequences than in other times. You know, there's something about the energy of December that is, it would make, you know, engaging in these types of energies more um, detrimental to us. Um, So yeah, that's, that's the... That's that's the <laughs> what you got to say. I see you over there, Shaman Hands. <laughs> I mean, it's, that was on point as usual. All your reading, <laughs> all your readings be on point. But I mean, you know, like I said last month, it just always amazes me how uh, in alignment the tarot readings are with what the stars are saying. Um, and you know, the stars, you know, it's not like pulling a deck of cards and. Um, or, you know, taking out a deck of cards and pulling a spread, uh, which could be, you know, considered really random. You know, the stars sit where they sit. You know, like I'm looking at the end of December. I know exactly what, what Mercury is going to be doing. Um, it's a, it's a, a clock motion, so mm. to speak. You know, we're, we're swimming in a literal analog clock in space. Um, so we can we can really tell the time and know exactly what things are going to be. Um, but looking at what December is showing me and how it's played out, everything that you said, once again, I mean, it's just amazing to me. It's just right in alignment. Um, and I'm actually going to get into a little bit of why uh, you mentioned something about, I forget how you put it, but you said something about um, like not getting into conflict, like making sure that, that we refrain from getting into conflict. Um, and arguing and, you know, just basically things that would 
stir up a lot of uh, upset energy. Um, mm-hmm. There's a there's a very specific reason. There's I mean, well, there's probably several reasons, but I mean, I can point out a few. Um, I hopefully, we'll be able to get into at least a couple of those reasons. But I, I do want to touch on that because I want to make sure that that's um, more clear for people why that is for this particular month of December. Um, but yeah, let's dive right in, y'all. Um, like I said, you know, I, I like to have as much time as possible. So we got a lot to talk about. Let's get to yes, it. Yes, absolutely. All right. So for those of you who are new to the Why in the Sky episodes uh, on Be The Vibe Radio, this wonderful, beautiful podcast that Chrysalis has put together, um, basically, just to reiterate just a little bit, um, why I'm here and what my role is um, on these episodes, Chrysalis has asked me to come in and each month um, talk about what is happening in regards to the energy that we're experiencing on the planet, why it's happening, and how that how we can best prepare um, for what's coming um, in the month ahead. So that's what we're going to get into, and I hope by now um, everybody has gotten their pen and pad. Um, we've had plenty of time for that, so I'm just going to dive in and get to these dates. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to run through. We're going to run through December really fast. I'm going to give y'all the the highlight uh, planetary events, or I guess you could say inter interplanetary events. I'm going to um, give you the dates for those and what's happening on those dates, so that you can write them down because you're going to want to be able to come back to that and reference that as we move through the month. And then we'll go back and then just talk about everything in more detail so we can get a really, really clear view of what's going on. So, you ready, Chris? I'm ready. All right. So, today, like I said, today is uh, Sunday, December the 8th. So, let's backtrack a little bit. Well, first, let me um, just speak on November uh, for a second. Um, And this is for everybody that actually heard the November podcast as well. I just want to do a really quick recap because November was huge. November was really, really, really big. Um, Part of the reason November was so huge, and hopefully this will help everybody understand what they've been feeling for the past month or so. Um, We, most of us know that Mercury was retrograde um, for uh, most of November, but the unique thing about this particular Mercury retrograde was that Mercury went retrograde in Scorpio, but it turned retrograde like literally at the end of Scorpio. So it went, so Mercury was traveling through Scorpio and when it got all the way to the end of Scorpio and it was getting ready to change signs, it slowed down and turned around at the last degrees of Scorpio, turned retrograde and then went backwards you know, we say backwards, but we really mean from our perspective, it's going backwards, but I'm not going to get into all that. You know, it's a lot of information about what retrogrades mean. And I talked about it last month. So, you know, check that out. That'll help you understand if you don't already. But it went backwards, quote unquote, and it went all the way to the beginning degrees of Scorpio backwards. And then it turned around again, or as we say, it's stationed to go direct, moving, quote unquote, forward. And then it went all the way back through pretty much all of Scorpio all over again for the third time. So this this is a rare event that um, that Mercury just went through. Mercury goes retrograde quite often um, throughout the year, but 
it doesn't usually spend so much time just in one sign. Sometimes when Mercury goes retrograde, it'll go retrograde and then change signs while it's going backwards, and then it'll go direct and then change signs again before it reaches the point where it went retrograde in the first place. But this particular retrograde was all in one sign, and Mercury is still in Scorpio uh, to this day. <laughs> I, need, I need that to go away. But, and I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but this is why I said I have been so looking forward to tomorrow, December 9th, because, and I'm still going to go over the beginning of December, but tomorrow, December 9th, guess what happens? Mercury finally changes signs. It leaves Scorpio and moves into Sagittarius. You can insert the applause button here. Everybody, everybody cheer for joy. <laughs> this is a moment <laughs> that a lot of us have been waiting for. We don't even know it, but trust me. This week is going to be is gonna is gonna have a lot of relief. Okay? Yes. This week is bringing a lot of relief, you guys. Like everybody has been kind of like like just on their at their wits end trying to figure out like you know when is shit gonna shift? Like shit ain't been making no sense. Shit keep changing up. Like I'm I'm tired. I've been trying to get my rest. As soon as I get my rest, something else changed that I ain't see coming, and I got to deal with that. That's what it's been like for the past few weeks. But um, we're going to talk a little bit about why that is um, when we cover um, the the previous week, the first week of December and the second. But I just wanted to, to iterate or reiterate, tomorrow is the day that a lot of us have been waiting for for a long time now. And it's going to feel good in a lot of ways. And it's going to have some interesting twists with it, too. So this isn't the end. I don't want everybody to think, like, okay, I'm not dealing with Mercury at all no more. But you can look forward to a lot of relief starting tomorrow. You may have been feeling it already a little bit today. I know my day was rough. So I'm just looking forward to tomorrow. Everybody look forward to tomorrow if you're listening to this podcast um, on Sunday, the day that we recorded it. All right? So let's backtrack to last week. Um, so yay for Scorpio. Yay. We appreciate all the lessons. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look for the silver lining, y'all. Just look for the silver linings. I say that all the time. When things are deep and intense, Scorpio is the sign of intensity. All right. So I hope that helps put some things into perspective. Mercury is the sign of thought processes, communication, information, but it's also the, the uh, I mean, the planet, rather, I apologize. Mercury is the planet of communication, information, thought processes. That's why things have been kind of all over the place. Like, your thoughts may have been scattered a lot. You may have been trying to, like, get yourself together in terms of your focus and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of people forget about the health side of Mercury. Mercury is also the planet of health, okay? So how's your health been? You know what I'm saying? Have you been getting signs that you need to be taking care of stuff with your health? We've been talking about this a lot because coming up in January, on January 11th, we're going to have some huge um, energy pouring through. And a lot of it is going to also be related to our health. So get on your health. If you're not on your health by now, I'm sure you've been had, I'm sure you've had plenty of signs um, from the spirits to tell you it's time to get on it. Please listen, y'all, because this is going to just get more and more intense the closer we get to January 11th if you're not if you're not on it, all right? Get with us if you need help with that. Um, 
we didn't really give out any introductions, um, but I am a certified uh, holistic practitioner. I'm a registered metaphysician. I am a certified um, wellness consultant, certified product consultant, ordained astrology minister, a healing hands minister. Um, the list goes on and on. But it's all the things. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's a long list. <laughs> but, but you know, I wanna, I wanna focus. I wanna stay focused on the planets. I'm just putting that out there because a lot of people do need assistance with that. And it's not just the information that a lot of people want in regards to what's happening with the planets. A lot of people trying to figure out, okay, well, now that I got this information and y'all telling me I need to focus on my health, I need to focus on this, then how do I do that? I don't know what I'm doing as far as my health and what to eat and dietary stuff and supplements and nutrition. And, you know, it's a deep subject. So get with us, you know, outside of this podcast and uh, and we can help you with that. All right. Now, December 2nd. Let's get it. December 2nd. Jupiter entered the sign of Capricorn. We're going to be talking about Capricorn quite a bit. I like Capricorn. She likes Capricorn. I got my Capricorn friends out there, and they've been coming to me for their astrology readings, preparing for January 11th, and I'm so glad about that because it's going to um, it's going to be hitting y'all probably more intense than anybody else, um, or if anybody out there just has a lot of planetary energy in their natal chart in Capricorn. You don't necessarily have to be a Capricorn per se, um, but you may have a lot of planets in Capricorn. Okay. You probably feeling it too, but we're going to be talking about Capricorn a lot. That's where the Saturn Pluto conjunction is. Um, and they've been sitting in Capricorn for a while. They just haven't gotten to uh, the same exact degree yet, but they're like already like only one to two degrees apart as it is. And they're getting closer and closer and they're going to hit that exact point. Um, and just a little bit, y'all. So keep in mind, Capricorn, if you're not familiar with Capricorn energy, it's time to study it because there's a lot of information coming through that's um, telling us that that's what we need to be paying attention to. OK, but <clears throat> for well, let me, I'll come back to that. Let me go ahead and get y'all all the, the major dates and I'll come back to why Jupiter's transition into Capricorn is so important. OK, but that's December 2nd. That was last Monday. All right. Now, the next date is Monday, December 9th, which is tomorrow. Like I said, Mercury is entering Sagittarius. Jump for joy. Okay, that's that's a big one. December 12th, that's this week. That is this Thursday. We have a full moon in Gemini. This is a very special full moon. Okay, so Chrysalis, remind me to come back to that and explain why this is a very special full moon, because it's related to some of the things that you discussed. All right. And why we need to be focusing on what we're doing right now instead of what we want to manifest and like the end result, so to speak, like you mentioned, like just stay focused Mm -hmm. on the process of it. All right. Mm -hmm. But this full moon is is definitely related to that. So please remind me if I forget uh, to come back and talk about why. All right. So everybody got that? December 12th, full moon in Gemini. All right. So we're going to take a quick commercial break while we pay some bills. All right. So next week we have an event on December the 20th. All right. That is Friday, December 20th. Venus enters the sign of Aquarius. Um, so this is going to be interesting um, because this is actually uh, a lightening of the, the Capricorn energy that we've been feeling. We've, we've already got a huge cluster of planets in Capricorn. 
Uh, Venus is one of those planets. Um, but this date, um, Venus is going to actually leave the party. Um, but then we've got more stuff entering Capricorn soon after that. All what right. does Venus and Aquarius look like? That just seems so odd. <laughs> we'll, we'll, I'll make sure that I uh, give some extra attention to that when we when we come back. I mean, is that a relevant question? Because I oh, just... I mean, absolutely. All all questions are relevant. <laughs> all questions are relevant when we deal with astrology. So yes, we can. I'll make sure I, I give that some attention when we come back to uh, to make sure you feel good about. Your understanding of that. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You're so welcome, honey. All right. Um, so everybody got that. December 20th, Venus enters Aquarius. Now, the very next day, December 21st. And matter of fact, speaking of the very next day, um, I want to make sure that I also remember to come back when I'm talking about the full moon this coming Thursday. Uh, we've got some other uh, slightly less highlighted events, if you will, um, on both sides, on the front end and the back end of the full moon. So I want to make sure I talk about that because that's part of why this full moon is going to be um, pretty interesting and one of the most intense full moons we've seen in a, in a while. All right. So um, getting back to Saturday, December 22nd. So this is the day after Venus enters Aquarius. The sun enters Capricorn. We are officially coming into Capricorn season with the sun himself, the center of it all. And this is going to definitely highlight a lot more the Capricorn energy we've been feeling for a while now. So Capricorn's turn up. It is your time we're coming into. And, um, yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot, y'all. Um, Capricorn, for those of you that don't know, the sign of Capricorn rules the knees, the joints, and the entire skeletal system. So you may have noticed, especially if you're a Capricorn, you may have noticed that you've been having some stuff going on with those areas in your body. So um, I'm going to throw this gem in here real quick because this is just one of those times where it's, it's more important to say this now than... Um, than normal, get up on your magnesium, okay? For those of y'all that are into supplements um, and you know what brands to get and all that kind of stuff, get your magnesium up, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's something that you're rubbing on your skin with a topical oil of magnesium or you're taking some type of magnesium supplements orally, but make sure it's a brand that you trust. If you don't know nothing about the brands, get with me and I'll help you with that. Um, if you want to get a, a full uh, wellness consultation, I can definitely make sure that that's included in there. But this is important for everybody. All right. Magnesium, magnesium, magnesium. OK, um, this is going to be increasingly important as we move through December and as we get to January. All right. So take care of those bones. Take care of those joints. All right. Don't overdo it, Capricorns. All right. I don't know if I mentioned that last month, but I mentioned it in a, a, a live video broadcast I did a while back. I think Capricorns like to overdo it. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I say you like to overdo it, but you do overdo it <laughs> <laughs> quite a bit. OK, it's easy for Capricorns to feel like they're not doing enough. Okay, that's one way to say it. The goat, y'all. The goat. Stay wanting to climb that yeah, mountain. Climb the, yeah, the mountain just the mountain just ain't high enough for y'all. I don't know. 
Y'all, y'all just feel like y'all get to the top of the mountain. Y'all like, where the rest of it? I gotta keep going. <laughs> I ain't doing enough. I got, I got more. I gotta do. This isn't enough. So just take it easy. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying like move completely out of your nature. You know, you want to honor your nature because it's there for a reason. But please make sure you are paying attention to your body. If your body's talking to you, telling you to slow down, take it easy, supplement. You know what I'm saying? Making sure you're getting all your proper minerals, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's, you know, getting on that sea moss or some of these other um, products out here that, that make sure that you're getting all of the proper minerals um, that can help to continue to restore your body because your body is going to be going through some things. Mm-hmm. All right? So I just wanted to throw that gem in there. You got something you want to add to I that? was to say, I had a, a Capricorn hit my inbox today for a prayer request because she was going through it. <laughs> a lot of my Capricorn friends yeah. been going through it. I was like, okay, you know, I'll pray for you. You know, you got the name. I was like, I'll add you to my daily prayers because I already know. Make sure you include those knees in that prayer. <laughs> and and her joints and her bone structure. Okay, I'll add that. All right. We got you back, y'all. Okay, where we at? December oh, no. I got I gotta make sure I, I mention this. Uh Chrysalis talked about it a little bit, but when the sun enters Capricorn, what does that mean? Everybody know? That is the winter solstice. Yes. So anytime the sun goes into Capricorn, it does it once a year, every twenty first or so in December. That is huge, all right? So the sun's entry into Capricorn is huge, always, okay? Mm-hmm. Every single year because it always, that's what marks the winter solstice. That's how we know when the winter solstice is. When did the sun go in Capricorn? That's when the winter solstice started. So like Chrysler said, that is the longest night of the year. Um, for those of y'all that are into the parallels of the Bible, or the biblical stories of Jesus and um, the nature of the planets, especially during this time, that is where, quote unquote, Jesus um, dies, rests for three days in the tomb, and then is risen again or resurrected, which is December 25th. So, astrologically speaking, that means that the sun has traveled to its most southern point in the sky as it travels more and more south every day while it's making its. Um, his journey from east to west, at least from my perspective, mm-hmm. it makes his journey from east to west through the sky every day. But every single day, if you were able to measure this through like a recording device of some type, you will notice that every single time it passes through the sky from east to west, it's a little bit further south between the beginning of summer and the start of winter, which is the winter solstice. Once the winter solstice comes, then that is the lowest or the most southern point in the sky that the sun will reach before it begins to turn around and go the other way, back north, okay? But it stays there for approximately three days, and then on December the 25th, it is reborn, okay? That was a, that was a, um, that was my little, like, you know. Dramatic pause? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen the face when he did it, y'all. That was my dramatic pause. <laughs> so hopefully, you know, kind of, you know, drive that home a little drive bit. Drive that home a little bit for those bit. for those who didn't catch it right away. <laughs> All right. So yes, we we have a lot of um we have a lot of gems that are hidden in the scriptures, y'all. That's one of them. All right. That's so, a whole. I'm gonna do a whole other 
podcast man, about that. We about, probably need to do a series, man, about the Bible and and bibliomancy and the, and the Bible man. as a spell book. Y'all don't want to hear that though. I don't man. even know if you want me on that because <laughs> I might I might get a little too too hype on that. I take up all the time. And the other thing about this particular winter solstice, this is yet another event in this particular December, uh, December of this year, that is it's got a lot more attached to it than usual. So, like I said before, I want to come back and make sure I touch on the full moon and the and the specifics of that and why it's so special. This winter solstice is special, more than usual, y'all, because we got another event. Um, once again, it's not. I don't have it on my list of uh, major highlights, but we do have another astrological event happening the day after the winter solstice as well that puts another little twist on that. Um, And it's also very much related to the Saturn-Pluto conjunction coming up in January. Okay, we actually, just just so everybody knows, December is jam-packed full of different things that's happening that's going to color and... um, and add flavor to the Saturn-Pluto conjunction coming up in January. So, you know, just in case I don't have a whole lot of time to come back to this um, later before the podcast or before this episode is over, um, this is getting back to what Crystal spoke about in regards to, you know, making sure that you focus on what you're doing right now, making sure you're focused mm-hmm. on the process um, and, and being present with, with being in the now. Um, and you know, if you've been studying something, for instance, you know, just stick with studying what you're studying, you know, don't move too far ahead just yet because part of what's happening in December, like, like November was, was like all about being forced to dig deep and dig shit up out of the dark that you were scared to face so that you can get rid of as much as you can get rid of that that doesn't belong anymore so that you can move forward more efficiently through the next stage. Now that we're in this next stage, December is going to be all about patience and dedication Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things that's happening that's making it hard to see what's coming after December. Of course, we can look at the planetary alignments. Of course, we know about the Saturn-Pluto alignment, and we can talk a little bit about that before we get out of here so that we are best prepared for that. Because uh, by the time we do this Why in the Sky episode in January, it's literally going to be on our ass. Right. So, right. in other words, and for the month of December, sit that ass down. Sit down. <laughs> sit down. Focus on what's in front of you. <laughs> and, we're, and we're not saying, you know, like, let go of your goals, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, don't um, be dedicated to anything spe- in specifics. Or um, don't be don't be dedicated to anything specific. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is the specific goals. You should know what those are by now. So um, that's part of what November was about. That's part of what previous months was about. But you should definitely have a very clear idea of what those goals are um, for you that you've been moving forward towards. So December is going to be more about remaining dedicated okay like holding on to the commitments that you've already been made because there's going to be a lot of stuff happening that's going to have you questioning like okay wait do i need to change up what i'm doing like do i need to kind of like adjust my movements here like is this really like like am i really supposed to be moving forward to what i committed to the answer to that is yes all right it's not going to look necessarily like you thought it was going to look 
But that's part of why you don't need to worry about that right now. Because no matter what you do in terms of looking forward or trying to look ahead, you don't really have, you're not going to have the information you need to see exactly what it's going to be. That's going to continue to change more than once, like several times during this month. So instead of getting like all stressed out because the shit keeps changing, focus on the things that you know you were committed to by staying dedicated to the process, even if the process continues to look a little bit different here and then change and then look a little bit different there. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Just stick with it and trust that the decisions you made that had the most commitment attached to it, you may have to let some stuff go, but you know what you are mostly committed to. Just remain committed to it because you might have some things coming up for you to get you discouraged and, f- and you might feel like, okay, I don't even know what this shit looking like anymore. Like this shit ain't going like I thought. They expect that that's going to happen. Okay. That's related to the full moon that's coming and some other things, but we're going to talk about all that. All right. So I just want to make sure that's clear. We got a very, very, very special winter solstice and we have a very special uh, December the 25th coming up as well. So we're going to get into all of that. Um, next, but that's that's the winter solstice energy for this month. All right, all right, and that brings us to the final two highlights of the month. Now, I mentioned a minute ago that we have a, a very special. Um, well, I said December twenty fifth. I was trying not to say Christmas because I know people get all in their feelings when when you say that word nowadays. But we're just gonna call it Christmas. Um, the reason I said that earlier is because the very next day after that, the 26th, guess what time it is, honey? Mm. It's that season again. What's the season? You guys know what it is? Oh, no. I'm looking at the calendar. I see it. Solar eclipse time. Ah. It is solar eclipse time, y'all. We are back in eclipse season once again. I think a lot of us forgot about eclipse season. Eclipse season is always very, very intense, isn't it, everyone? Yes, it is. And we are back. So not only do we have this huge uh, three times a century alignment coming up in January, we're in eclipse season as it comes along. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Mm -hmm. That sounds fun, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Roller coaster ride from Mm -hmm. heaven. Yes, yes, indeed. Buckle up, everybody. It's going to get wild. So solar eclipse, December 26th, and that solar eclipse is, guess what time? You guessed it. Capricorn. Capricorn, yo, I'm, I'm telling you, Capricorn energy is screaming right now. So the further we get into the month of December, watch those bones, watch those joints. Make sure you're taking that magnesium, get those massages, get those chiropractic adjustments, because the skeletal system is going to be talking. Uh, Watch for that. And then December 28th, the final highlight of the month, Mercury enters Capricorn. So Capricorn, 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 Capricorn. Y'all going to get enough of me saying Capricorn. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm going to be talking about it more, of course, in January when the alignment hits. But a lot of what this means is December is setting us up more fully 
so that we can see, at least by the end of December anyway, we can see more of what this alignment in January is going to be all about. Now, moving through December, it's going to be a little foggy. So this is what I was speaking about earlier. This full moon that we got coming up um, this coming Thursday, that full moon is actually going to be squaring Neptune. Now, what does that mean? It means that if you were to, uh, to look on a natal chart, uh, we have these circular charts. Like you, um, when you pull up your birth chart, for those of y'all that aren't up on that, it's time to get up on that if you're listening to this podcast. Um, so I don't, I don't really want to try to explain that without visuals. You know, we're on the radio, so it might be a little difficult for me to explain that for those who haven't seen it yet. But for those who are familiar with what a natal chart looks like, full moon means that the, with the Earth in the center of the chart, right? You're gonna have the moon on one side of the Earth, the sun on the other side of the Earth, right? Now, that would be 180 degrees, measuring from Earth in the middle. Take 90 degrees in between that, and that's where Neptune is going to be when this full moon hits. So on one side, you got the moon. On the complete opposite side, you got the moon. And then halfway in between the moon and the sun, if you're going around that arc around the Earth, like the orbits move, Halfway between the sun and the moon, you're going to have Neptune. So you're going to have 90 degrees between Neptune and the sun, 90 degrees between Neptune and the moon. Now, what does that mean? Anytime you have a 90-degree angle between two planets, you're basically looking at, it's kind of like an argument going on between those two planets. But with this, you got the full moon arguing with Neptune, so to speak. So what does that mean? What is Neptune about? Neptune is about illusion. Neptune is about uncertainty. It's about the mist, not being able to see clearly. So this is what we what we meant when we said that things are going to be happening this month because this isn't the only alignment that's doing that. We're going to be having some other alignments. I, I don't even have time to get into them all, but Neptune is in the picture big time this month. We haven't been talking about Neptune for a while. But Neptune is making some, some interesting alignments with, with some other planets as well. And it's going to be stirring up the energy of um, illusion. It's going to be stirring up the energy of uncertainty, of things not being that clear. So once again, this goes back to what we were saying about just stick with what you've been doing. Give it time. Give it patience. Don't get too caught up on how things continue to change the way they look. Know what you have committed to more fully. And just keep in mind that it's going to become more and more clear how those things are going to manifest towards the end of this month and in January and even after January, depending on how big your manifestation goals are. Because a lot of that's coming after January, too. January is going to shit. Jan- <laughs> going to shit. It's going to, sh- it's going to shit all over you now. January is going to shake up. That's what I meant to say. Mercury's still still messing with me a little bit, y'all. Bear with me. But January is going to shake up a whole lot of stuff. So even the goals that we know we got, that still that still got some refinement that needs to be done. Um, and so January, February, March, really all of next year, we're going to see how the goals that we have in place are going to continue to get more and more specific. They may even change a little bit by the end of next year. And and next year, the full year, 
is very significant in regards to these shifts that we're talking about with Capricorn because, and this takes me back all the way to the December 2nd alignment. Remember I said Jupiter entered Capricorn? December 2nd, that was this past Monday, right? So why is that significant? The reason that's significant is because Jupiter only changes signs once a year. And once it changes signs, it's in the new sign that it just went into for an entire year. So, yes, we're going to have this Saturn-Pluto conjunction on January 11th. Yes, that conjunction is also going to include Mercury and the Sun. So, if if you're not already up on this, it's not just a two-planet conjunction. We got a four-planet conjunction on January 11th. That's the Sun, Mercury, Saturn, and Pluto are all going to be sharing the same space within two or three degrees on January 11th. But Jupiter's also going to be in Capricorn. It's not going to be right up on those four in the same degree or or like two or three degrees away from that. But it is going to be in Capricorn. It's going to be in the more beginning degrees of Capricorn. But that is setting a tone. This past Monday, if you can kind of look back to what you were doing um, on Jane, on excuse me, December 2nd, and December 3rd, how things kind of shifted on those two days, that's setting the tone for the type of fortune that's coming your way. So Jupiter is all about fortune. Jupiter and Capricorn means that it's going to be related to new systems being put in place. It's also going to be related to your career, your public image. So you may notice that a lot of your goals have been related to your career your public image. And if that's the case, definitely stick with those goals. Just let go of how it's going to look in detail right now and just buckle down, stay where you at, stay with what's in front of you and just roll with the with the changes. You know what I'm saying? Like as we say roll with the punches. All right? Now, another quick thing I want to say about this full moon. Remember I said there was something going on on the front end and on the back end. So the square that uh, is going to be formed with Neptune, the moon is actually squaring Neptune the day before the full moon, but the energy is going to linger. So that's the 11th. The 12th is the full moon. And then the 13th, this Friday, we have Venus lining up with Pluto. So Venus, remember I said Venus was going into Aquarius? It hasn't gotten to Aquarius yet at this point. This coming Friday. It's going to be lining up with where Pluto is right now in Capricorn. So this is yet another piece of the puzzle in regards to things being defined. Or I guess you could say, how would I put it? We're getting clues. We're getting a lot of clues this month as to what's coming, as to how the four planet conjunction in January is going to play out. So in order to, to catch those clues, in the midst of the illusions and in the in the midst of the mist, if you will, mm-hmm. there's a lot of mist all month, but there's some some key dates that if you're paying attention on those days, then you're going to get some really, really big hints. And then it's like that's going to go away and then it's going to turn into misty again. It's going to turn cloudy again and then you'll get another little hint and it'll turn cloudy again. OK, so those hints are going to be this Friday, the 13th. I mean, 
I can't make this stuff up, y'all. So Friday the 13th, consider this a lucky one, all right? Um, and then also the 15th, which is next Sunday. Now, what's happening on the 15th next Sunday? Jupiter makes a trine with Uranus. So remember, we were just talking about Jupiter. Jupiter is in Capricorn right now, and it's going to be in Capricorn for a year. That is a huge tone setter. So what does it mean when Jupiter makes a trine, which is a 120-degree angle with Uranus? A lot, of, a lot of us don't like Uranus at this point. We're, we're kind of tired of Uranus because Uranus gets a bad rap. It's associated with sudden unexpected change, right? But with Jupiter being the, the planet that is lining up with Uranus at this 120-degree angle, that's actually shaking things up in a way that we want because it's showing us more of what the shift Jupiter just made is all about. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So Jupiter is just brand new into the Capricorn sign right now. It just entered in the Capricorn. It's got a whole year that is going to sit there. So we're still in the beginning stages of that. And it's kind of like, okay, now Jupiter, what are you going to do? What, what's, what's your story? What's your role in this? When that Jupiter um, trine Uranus alignment hits, the way that things get shaken up and, and the, the sudden unexpected changes that happen with that, that's another clue. That's another clue of what's, uh, what's coming, not just for the January alignment, but for all next year, 2020. Okay. So my question, back to my question, what does Venus look like in Aquarius? <laughs> that you're so on time, money, because that was the next thing that I was going to mention. So, and let's see, what date was that? That is on where are we at? Venus, Venus, Venus. Show yourself. I wish I could see this calendar he'd be looking at <laughs> <laughs> with all the highlights and the circles yeah, and the symbols, right? Uh, December twentieth. I got you. I found you. December 20th. Okay. So, yeah, you were, like I said, you were right on time because I was at the 15th. So that's Sunday. That's next Sunday. And then that same week, that Friday, the Friday after Friday 13th, that is Venus entering Aquarius. So, once again, this is part of the whole winter solstice energy because that's the day before the winter solstice. So this is part of what's going to be coloring how the winter solstice plays out. Now, what does Venus mean? A lot of, first of all, a lot of people misunderstand Venus. A lot of people, as soon as we say Venus, a lot of people immediately think of love. Um, they think of, you know, uh, the soulmate energy, right? Relationships. And it is about relationships. But it's not so much about love the way we typically think or the way we'd like to think, right? When people are, like, trying to figure out where their soulmate is and, you know, what type of person is right for me, you know, and they start getting into astrology. They're looking in the nail chart trying to figure out, okay, where's my Venus placement? Where's this other person's Venus placement, right? But that's not necessarily the type of love um, that Venus is associated with. Venus is more associated with what you're attracted to. Now, what do I mean? What I'm saying is, is that Venus is going to show you what type of stuff you're constantly pulling in into your experience or so what kind of stuff when you see it or when you um when it's brought to your attention it's like you just have this this drive to just go towards it like you don't even necessarily know why it may not even be nothing you you like you might actually hate it but you just for whatever reason you gotta have it and that's why venus is something that's highly misunderstood because venus has a dark side 
that a lot of people don't want to talk about once they start understanding it. Like, Venus is about hate, too. So you got to look at it as, like, the opposites, two opposites of, of one pole, right? You can either really, really love it in a sense where you got to have it, or, you can, or you're attracting it to you because you want to fight it. You can't stand it. You know what I'm saying? You despise it, and you want to teach it a lesson. That's all Venus energy, right? So now what's Aquarius? Aquarius is the rebel. Aquarius is, <laughs> I want to stand out, but in a way where I'm not like anything else. You know what I mean? It's it's not outside the box. It's what is the box? It's like, I don't I don't even know what a box is. Don't, don't try to convince me to even look at the box. I don't, I don't want to hear about a box. I don't know what a box <laughs> is. You know, it's it's that ultimate um, sense of rebellion and um, wanting to be unique. Um, Aquarius is also about being awake. It's it is the Great Awakening. You know, we've been talking about the Great Awakening for years now. In that there's this quickening that's been happening where you know the world is waking up. More and more people are like really, you know. They're taking, for those of you that, you know, from the Matrix generation, you know, they're taking the red pill, you know, more and more every day now. And 2020, we're definitely going to see uh, a whole, like, new influx of people waking up. 2020, you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it says it just in that, you know, in the number 2020. It's all about hindsight. You know, it's all about clear vision. You know, people are going to be waking up in even more massive numbers than we've ever seen before all next year. So Aquarius has a lot to do with that awakening energy. So Venus entering into Aquarius, you're going to see a revival of the idea of people waking up becoming more attractive again. So, you know, you could you could think of it as like a breath of fresh air in regards to what we wanted to see years ago. Mm-hmm. Like you, I mean, if you think about the past few years, the awakening started to kind of look ugly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like before 2012, we was excited about the awakening. For those that knew it was coming, a lot of people didn't even know it was coming. But for those of us that knew the awakening was coming and that the portal was opening up December 21st, 2012, we were preparing, you know, for those of y'all out there that remember, before 2012 hit, we was preparing like crazy for that. We was excited. We was like, man, what's this going to be like? You know, the world is going to shift. You know, people are going to, like, step into their power. We're going to be able to taste freedom more. We're going to change the world. You know, the, the systems are going to crumble. You know, and then it just turned really ugly. <laughs> <laughs> It's are really, really ugly. And so even though people continue to wake up more and more, it was like waking up to to things that we didn't want to have to, to face. You know, we were waking up to the truth and, and how, um, you know, the world has been enslaved, you know, on multiple levels. But you know, the degree to which it, we've been enslaved and the, the, the degree to which, um, you know, the, the power has been only in a few hands. And, you know, everybody else has just kind of been on the, the brunt end of that. 
you know, a lot of us have, you know, we've suffered from depression because of that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us have, like, really gotten discouraged about where all of this is going because we feel like, well, damn, what can we really do about all this now that we know what's really going on? So Venus going into Aquarius, that's like, that's going to shift a lot of that. And with it being the day before the winter solstice, you know, that's giving a lot of power to this particular winter solstice that's going to help us um, carry that energy on throughout the entire year of 2020. Because remember, the winter solstice, that's a huge event that describes the rebirth of the sun and then the sun going back north again to to prepare to bring in the new season that helps define what the entire next year is going to be like. Does that does that help? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That definitely makes sense. So that's a that's a huge um, addition to you know all of these other alignments that I've already spoke about this month. And then of course you got the the solar eclipse, you know that very next week. Um, and earlier in that week, which is the the week of the twenty second, um, actually Sunday the twenty second on that very day, you have Mars. Um, making a sextile, which is a 60-degree angle with Pluto. So once again, uh, we got another planet making a very strong angle with, you know, Pluto, one of the big two that's in that four-planet conjunction that we got coming up in January. And then on that same day, we've got Venus making a square with Uranus. So there's Uranus once again coming into the picture. The first time we talked about it was Jupiter, but this time it's kind of a more rough angle um with venus but before that happens venus enters the sign of aquarius so it's like we got that sweet kind of energy coming in saying hey um on the 20th with venus entering aquarius it's kind of like you know hey y'all we get to we get to see some reasons to feel good about all of this awakening that's going on, we get to kind of refresh that again after probably years now that we felt like that uh, or since we felt like that. But then just be mindful that two days after that, which is actually one day after the the winter solstice, we're going to get hit with something that may make that feel a little weird. You know what I'm saying? It's like the refresher hits, the kind of feel good, you know, attractive energy hits. And then all of a sudden it squares Uranus, so that's going to bring another sudden unexpected change. But just keep in mind that, once again, this is one of the main ideas for all month. Don't get caught up on the sudden unexpected changes throwing you off, because they're going to be there. But then it's also going to be colored with a lot of illusion. So just understand that through all of the mist, through all of the changes, stick with what you know, you know, you know. All right. Wow, so that was a great analysis, Shaman Hands. Um, definitely corresponds to the tarot. And something I want to get back to real quick to address before we close out is the dreams, right? So, you know, we uh, we both talked about, you know, things being a little cloudy, being hazy for the month of December, um, pretty much for the winter. And the reason, another thing to think about, too, is that, you know, the winter time from the solstice, you know, solstice is also technically the first day of winter, um, is clearing season in the sun cycle. And during clearing season, 
we dream more and our dreams will tell us whether or not the goals and the things that we've set during the planning phase, which would have been, you know, August, September, our dreams will let us know how our, our, our plans are manifesting. You know, it's the gestation period. So it's really important. I, you know, I definitely encourage everyone listening to this podcast to really hone in on your dreams. See the, how your dreams are going. If you're, if you're having nightmares, if you're having disturbing dreams, dreams that are, you know, that highlight your fears and then, you know, take a step back and then reevaluate your goals and how you are executing those goals. Um, if your dreams are pleasant and they're revealing things to you, that means that things are flowing the way that they're supposed to be flowing. Um, keep dream journals. You know, I can't stress that enough. Like, you know, I, you know, believe it or not, during the winter time, our dreams are a more accurate representation of our reality than our than our waking state is. <laughs> and, I, and I would like to add this because um, this is very relevant for the month of December when the waking state is cloudy, the dream state is clear. Right. I know that's hard to kind of like, like what? But no, really, you know. So keep a dream journal. If you're having disturbing dreams or you can't remember your dreams, put a glass of water underneath your bed, you know, where the where you sleep, like the top of, like underneath, like where your head lies. And, you know, that'll clear some things out, you know. Um, keep a crystal or amethyst or rose quartz by the bed. Um, you know, get a dream pillow, you know. And I'm actually going to be posting... Um, well, for the members on the site, I'll be posting how to make a dream pillow, <laughs> but I'll actually be having dream pillows available for purchase for everybody else on my site soon. I'm actually glad that you brought that up <laughs> because I meant to remind you to bring that up, but you just, you did it. You did it for yourself, honey. That's wonderful. Um, memberships. Guys. Yeah, tell tell them about the memberships, honey. What's what's going on with that? What yes. Are we okay. About? So as we close out, you know, we gave ourselves the shot, give out the shout outs and things like that. So, um, I have members a members only section of my of my website that has all the questions that y'all be asking me in my DMs, right? So a lot of you guys hit me up, you know, DMs and everything, and I love it and everything. It's great, but it'd be too much for me sometimes. So, um, that's why I post the articles. That's the reason. Why I have this podcast, you know, but, you know, I have a members only site, um, members only section of the site called members portal. And, you know, you could sign up. It's a monthly subscription, $9.99 a month. And, you know, you have access to, I, I post spells. I do videos. I have a resource page that's got links to books and PDFs that you can download for all types of topics, sex, magic, conjure, hoodoo, prayers, affirmations, how to meditate, you know, it's a full resource that I'm continuously adding to. Um, I do monthly um, member circles where we get together via conference or video and I lead, you know, do a Q&A, answer any questions you have, or, you know, this month we're doing a um, shamanic meditation because some members wanted to, to connect with their spirit animal. So I'm actually able to facilitate a shamanic journey for spirit animals. So we're going to be doing that. So, you know, any point, you know, you can get on the site and sign up for it. Um, Did y'all hear all of that? <laughs> and basically, because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to move 
the the focus off of social media and create my own platforms where I can interact with you all. Because I, I really, I mean, Instagram is better than Facebook, but I really don't like Facebook. And I, I can only share, share so much on Instagram. So that's the reason why I've created the page. Um, I have my website where I have the blogs. I have this podcast, you know, um, providing you guys information. Um, and really with the members portal is just for, for, to, for me to be able to act with, interact with you all more one-on-one. Um, cause honestly I got almost 6,000 followers, followers on Instagram and it's, unless I know you personally and you happen to be a follower on Instagram, I, I don't be knowing who, who's I'm interacting with, like, <laughs> you know, like it, so it makes it more personalized, you know, um, because to be honest, quite honest with you, having 6,000 followers, it's kind of creepy to me when I don't know, like, I may only know about a hundred of those out of those 6,000 followers, like personally. So, so I'm already like, okay, who who's watching me? It's already a little weird, <laughs> but you know, but so I set up the, the members portal in order to be able to engage with you guys more personally. Um, and they get all of that for how much? It's $9.99 a month. Man, y'all better get on that. And sometimes members get discounts for those sites. You know, it's 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 totally like all kinds of cool stuff. So matter of fact, that just gives me an idea. I'm I think I'm gonna do something special for them, honey. What, what, you think I should do something special? Of course. What you I think? I think I'm gonna do something special for y'all because we're running out of time in regards to this alignment coming up in January, and a lot of people have expressed to me wanting to get uh, readings, astrological readings to help them prepare for January. Mm. This alignment. So I call them event readings. You can actually get an event reading for any event, any date in the future where you want to know how the planets are going to be lined up for you on that date and what to, what to look for, how to uh, manage it. Mm. But it's going to be very key for everybody in regards to January 11th because that's going to be a huge event right? no matter who you are. So I think... I think that I'm going to give a discount. Uh, and let me tell y'all, shopping hands don't be giving discounts like that. Not, not for the reading. Not for astrology readings. <laughs> not for astrology readings. Because my ancestors be on me about that. Right. Real talk. And I don't, yeah, I don't want to upset my ancestors. But I think that, you know, cause, because of the, the, uh, the, the limited time yeah. and the urgency and how intense this thing is, I think I'm going to give, I'm going to talk to Chris Liss about the details of this because I don't want to just throw out anything off the top of my head and I have to change it up. But um, be on the lookout for discounts for January 11th astrology readings. They're going to be event readings for January 11th, which means I'm going to take your natal chart and I'm going to put the planetary alignments for January 11th on top of your natal chart so that we can see how those planets and that planetary weather is affecting you as an individual. And I'm going to give a discount for be the vibe.com members. Oh, wow. Okay. That's what's up. Okay. So, so if you become a member between what's today, December 8th and let's, let's do uh, the winter solstice. Okay. Got a couple weeks. Got that's a couple good. weeks. That's perfect because that goes into my next thing. Um, I, the, for those of you who've been following me for a while, you all know that typically in December, I go on a 10 day Vipassana meditation retreat and then I go on hiatus. I go on a winter um, blackout 
And I usually am not on social media. I don't take clients and I don't return from that until about mid-January. So yeah, that's something else I was going to say as far as the readings. You definitely want to get a reading from Shaman Hands, an astrology reading. I definitely encourage that, especially during this time. If you don't feel clear about something, then it's definitely a good time to seek counsel from someone else that you trust. You know, so, you know, you can reach out to Shaman Hands for an astrology reading. I will be available, you know, until the end of the month for any type of bone readings or tarot readings. Um, And I will say that in the wintertime is when we get the busiest when it comes to the readings, you know, but I encourage it. Definitely, definitely encourage encourage that um i think i'm feeling 50 percent off oh okay okay oh shoot all right yeah i think i'm feeling 50 percent off so that means that you only have to pay 50 dollars wow yeah the, the event readings are usually a hundred dollars i think i'm gonna go ahead and do fifty dollars so yeah so between now and the solstice if you sign up for be the vibe membership you know then you'll get the special discount um on the event readings but um but it's specifically for the january 11th date uh, date mm-hmm. which i mean i i can't think of a reason why you would want to do anything other than that with you know the intensity of that alignment right around the corner but yeah um i only have time you know with with my schedule the way it is now to do one reading a week so that doesn't leave a lot of room. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Between now and January 11th, people. So that I'm probably looking at only being able to do this for like five people. Mm. Okay, well. Maybe let's see, six, eight, nine, ten. Oh yeah, that's one, two, three, four. Yeah, that's four slots, y'all. Okay, well, between now and January 11th, so we'll get on it. Definitely, yeah, get that together. So, but yeah, so you know, definitely thank Shaman Hands for that type of generosity because that is generous. <laughs> <laughs> and in the meantime, you know, we're gonna close this out. So, you know, just you know, protect your peace during this time. Focus on on you know your skills and your your rituals. Get your dream journals and just chill out. You know for the rest of this month. Um, I definitely enjoy I, I enjoy record, recording all the podcasts, but the Why in the Sky is starting to become my favorite. Besides Ask Crystalis, I'll probably do another Ask Crystalis soon. Um, but yes, Why in the Sky, and actually I'm very much looking forward to January's Why in the Sky because that one <laughs> that one's going to be super super lit um, with everything that's happening. Um, But thank you so much for listening. I hope that this podcast gets you right and get you together for the rest of the month. Um, If you want to reach us, you know, I'm available at, there's a, a, uh, what's it called? A uh, voicemail. You can, there's a link on my site on this podcast where you can leave me a voicemail. So you're welcome to do that. You're welcome to hit me up with an email, therapeuticvibrations at gmail.com. You can hit up the website, be the vibe.com. Of course, you know, always Chrysalis Sun on Instagram, Chrysalis Sun on Facebook. Um, and then, you know, Shaman Hands, how can they get a hold of you? You can reach me via email at shamanhandsinfo at gmail.com. That's shaman, S-H-A-M-A-N, hands, H-A-N-D-S, info, I-N-F-O, at gmail.com. And Instagram at Spirit Science Institute. 
Spirit Science Institute on Instagram. Don't even worry about Facebook because I don't even be on there like that. <laughs> I got that. so many correspondences and friend requests on Facebook that yeah. I haven't even. If you send me a message on Facebook, I probably ain't going to get it till like a month later. So <laughs> True story. Don't, don't even worry about that. Just uh, shamanhandsinfo at gmail.com, Spirit Science Institute on Instagram. And if you want to book a reading or any other of my services via my website, that website URL is revshawn.as.me. That's rev, R-E-V, Sean, S-H-A-W-N, dot A-S, dot M-E. All right. And thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Until next time.